The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I threw it up. <laughs> Offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. If you don't win, you don't pay. All you have to do is download the app, snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer, and you won't pay for the ticket. Enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount. And we're live. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. And I'm Brian. We are yeah. without art. We had a late scratch, a last-minute scratch from art. So bear with us. It won't be um, – maybe we'll be more concise. We'll probably finish the podcast in like 30 minutes or something. We'll <laughs> be looking for stuff to talk yeah, about. Yeah, probably. It'll uh, be just like a straight path, A to B. Yeah. yeah. Everybody will be totally bored. Yep. No, yep. no diversions. Yeah, too like, many project car updates. You couldn't pick which one to talk about. So exactly, yeah. So before we started recording, I was saying I, I kind of wish that CB radios were a thing again because I saw a car advertised. Maybe it was on Bring a Trailer, but it had the factory CB or at least period correct CB radio in it, and I was just uh -huh. thinking about how that was all you had. That was your cell phone. That was your email. That was your everything went through that CB radio. And you're lucky if someone picked up the radio and talked to you or told you mm -hmm. something like, hey, up ahead on I-95, there's a fucking overturned chicken truck. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's just a weird thing to rely on, use, have and be. It's like the first chat room. <laughs> right, right. You've got chat. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. Yeah. Just it's weird because no. we use the walkie-talkies on the rallies, and those are those are cool. I never got into a group that it was actually being used. Um, oh, really? You haven't been? I would get like little chirp. Benefit? I'd get someone you know saying like, "Hey, where are you guys?" Or like, "We're over here," and I'd be like, "I don't even know where these people are." Yeah, but, or um, you get it where it was out of range, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. And then I ended up turning mm -hmm. it off. But um, the you CB, need you need to have you need to have a navigator to really yeah. make use of it, yeah. or you need to have the headset where you can press push to talk. But even then, you're like uh, too distracted. You need. Yeah. The, I think the, you need to be. There needs to be navigators all 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 across the board at the front and at the back for being able to relay. Well, I think yeah, the biggest I don't even like key having it. It's like flying over the car and stuff. You need to have yeah. a crew of five cars or less that are all tight and on their own a bit. So you know whatever you're hearing is related to those guys. Oh, yeah. Um, otherwise, you're getting, like, chime in. I don't know. Because when we were the morning of the last rally, we were kind of like going up to the fog, you know, and I was and I had the the radio on, and I was getting it from, like, all sides. Like, we're up here. We're back here. What's going on? And I was like, fuck, I can't even tell, like, who's talking. Yeah, that doesn't help. Yeah. Then also, for yeah. some reason, there's people coming the wrong direction. It was, it was all fucked up. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, I mean, I don't know. It's, uh... What what it ends up being is, uh, you know, you're all mobbing, and then it's kind of like reporting when oncoming traffic is is coming at you. I get that on a on a on a road with two distinct lanes, mm -hmm. not a big deal. Yeah. On the skinnier roads, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
And uh, often, you know, if the and, the and the spread is big enough where, you know, it, it actually makes sense to be reporting stuff. And then also you get to be able to talk about like, uh, you know, we're pulling over here or whatever, like as you're rolling into town a little bit of chatter around like where to eat or whatever is it's kind of a powerful thing where you can all stay on the same page rather than all having to pull out over, get out of your cars and whatever confusion about gas stations and stuff. Sure. And it just makes you feel kind of like a pro too, being able to like converse back and forth. And, um, and there's a the camaraderie. But, it kind of brings you as one group yeah. rather than yeah, yeah, yeah. on your own. Cause you're also kind of clowning and laughing at each other and stuff. And yeah, um, which is a fun thing to do. But I yeah. hear you on CBs like I I was I don't remember the results of it, but I was looking into it before. Like, what what's the are CBs more powerful than these radios that we're using? And like, what works good when? Because I was ready to put a whip antenna on my car. Yeah. And like, if the CBs the thing and I'll just mount one in there, then let's do it. I mean, right? I think like, it is. It's way more powerful. That I antenna right yeah. off the bat, you're getting way more signal. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm all I'm all for it. Like, I, there's no reason not to bring those back, really. I know. I the only uh, time I've really immersed myself in this world is fishing, and everyone has a radio, and you talk yeah. to people. You like you basically have it on the whole time you're fishing, along with your right. like, other radio that's actual music. But people are chiming in with usually it's shit talking, but you'll get someone saying like, right. "Hey, uh, you know, hey Johnny, it's it's Bill. I just went over to the hole and caught a couple blah blah blah," and you're like, "Oh shit, they're over there," and you know. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> yeah. and then you can't tell if yeah. it's fake or real or whatever, but then some people will be nice. Like, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm not from here. Uh, where, where should I go for halibut? And someone will chime in and say, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure, but here, check this out and send them down their death. They're like, death go to trip. Hawaii. Yeah. Get out of your kook. Yeah. Yeah. But, then there's like the other channel that they flip to where there's all like the dirt, the dirty language and they're clowning on the new guy. Yeah, and absolutely. Stuff, yeah. And then you get someone I who just the, like talks shit or like plays their music loud on the radio. Uh, so, then, yeah. you know, that's they're, a cool guy. I think, yeah, there it's like an infamous channel kind of uh, in Santa Cruz, right? Like you go into one and it's just straight. It's just straight smack talk. Like that's all it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, it is like salty dogs talking trash. Right. Um, most of it's pretty useless. Which we could, you know, we could, you say useless. We could use that on the rally. I think that'd be great. Oh, I know. I actually, yeah. I've considered that because um, I think we took, yeah, we took radios on the Bristlecone rally. Did we? Yeah. Yeah, like the little uh, cheesy ones <laughs> that you get for ski days and stuff. Yeah, yeah, talk about yeah. or whatever. And there yeah. was a, a moment there where we were driving and there was a ranger ahead of us. And for whatever reason, it had on the back what radio channel he was on. Uh-huh. It said like radio channel four. And we t- turned it to four. And I think Jared was fucking around talking about drugs. <laughs> like, oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, his yeah. argument was that he could, they would never be able to tell who it was. And I guess that's true, but... The three knuggleheads in back well, of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a very small range that those work in. So yeah. it's <laughs> like whoever's right next to you is the one doing it. I think it. none of us had shirts on and we're, you know, having Dude, good times. That, that does bring back fond memories, actually. Well, yeah, not an AC hair, compressor hair in the, in the group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. What is free so on? 100, 110 <laughs> degrees. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Headliners flapping in the wind. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, speaking of which, as we get this episode rolling, um, a little different today because we're kind of flip-flopping the episode. So today is a Thursday edition, but without questions. So it'll be kind of like a Sunday. 
And then on Sunday, we'll post a questions episode. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. yeah, but yes. And we will be okay. recording that on Thursday. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Let's not, we don't confuse them too much. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that. Um, as we get into this, so um, I went on a drive. And this is, kind of, this is kind of a big deal. And <laughs> kind of a big deal <laughs> because I haven't driven anywhere. I mean, for 11 weeks or whatever it's been. And here we are running an automotive, you know, enthusiast yeah, brand and going on rallies and drives as much as we can. Um, right. And essentially with this lockdown, I've been pretty damn good. But um, our buddy Chef Malone hit me up and said, dude, let's go for a drive. So I was like, okay, I'm down, but when? And then I looked at the calendar and it said it was going to, or the weather forecast said it was going to rain on Friday or Saturday. And so I was like, well, let's go the day before that. Um, and so we did. But uh, pretty strange, like, I don't know. I think, I I know part of it is the quarantine has worn me down. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, where you're... Oh, your, um, like, muscles have atrophied, kind of? No, no, no. You're I mean, out of practice, you're rusty, like, you got cobwebs? That for sure, but it's like the quarantine... Um, it's just been so long that you're willing to take other risks. You know, what's the word I'm looking for? What do you, I don't, I don't know what you're I getting don't, at. I don't follow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, either. Like, um, are you saying you were willing to drive like a madman or are you saying? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, like I've been trying to be really good about not going on drives. Yeah. And now I'm, I've got to the point where after I've seen so many you're people. Done. Yeah. You're basically, you're, you hit your, you hit your limit. Fatigue. Yeah. Quarantine yeah. fatigue is what they've been calling yeah. it is where you like, Okay. You've been good. You've been good. And then you're willing to now, you know. Now you're like, okay, I'll take calculated risks and all like, exactly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use my brain and just kind of like try and be as good as I can while not like being quarantined. Yeah. yeah. I gave it 10 weeks of yeah. not doing anything. Meanwhile, many other people are driving what looks like to be on a daily basis. Um, and then I got a text from some folks that have been on our rallies and, um, you know, older, responsible guys. Um, going on rally, like a drive down south into Big Sur. I was like, damn, okay, well, I mean, that's that's all kind of lining up towards feeling better about it. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's just like a calculated risk. So uh, Chef Malone and I met up, and I, I wanted to reach out to, to all of us. Art doesn't have a car. Lane, your car's still broken <laughs> and apart. It's down, yeah. Brian's car needs tires. Is that still true? That's still true. I, I couldn't. I wouldn't have been able yeah, to go. Yeah. So, Chef asked me like, "Who who else should we invite?" And I was like, "Dude, all those guys are out." Yeah. And then we invited your brother Lane Blaze, and he had a Zoom thing or something, so he couldn't go. Oh yeah, that's Travis cool. was yeah. out of town. I mean, uh -huh. it was like it was kind of weird to be like, "Yeah, Dude, we have no one to go with." So we just did the two of us. Um, I know. I think I saw you guys took a road that's right near Blaze, my brother's new house, kind of. I'm so sure. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we we were thinking about who else could come. Um, I think there's a few people that I would reach out to next time to do a little bit bigger group. But anyhow, um, it was a weekday. We left in the morning, did a, just a big loop through the Santa Cruz Mountains. Pretty glorious, pretty glorious. So how was traffic? Traffic traffic was really light. Um, the one thing that I kind of foresaw, and I actually avoided one road because of this, was a lot of people walking. And hanging oh, out on these yeah. rural mountain roads. It's like... I'm trying to think of which road you would have avoided, but uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I can tell you uh, off, uh, yeah. off air here. But uh, 
Yeah. So people are using these little mountain, you know, lanes to go on their morning walk with their dog or what have you. And I get that for sure. And so we were going really slow. Like I would put my hazards on and like basically, you know, crawl past them, yeah. uh, wave and all that, and then continue on. So it wasn't like full blown, you know, rally mentality. Um, but Chef Malone picked up a uh, Mark II GTI, which has been on the Instagram. So Chef Malone Jr. on Instagram. White uh, hot rod, I guess. It's got a, you know, I don't know all the engine codes, but essentially it's got. Yeah, it has the ABA motor or whatever. ABA with a yeah. ABA head on a 1.8. 1.8 a. block and uh, some. 16 valve? Uh, it's a 8 valve. Is it oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's a valve. Yeah, yeah, that's an a valve. Yeah, and it's got it's Washington plates, and it's got some um, uh, interesting emissions stuff going on, which yeah. I think is smog legal. But anyways, he's getting it all dialed. It's on Mega Squirt, and uh, it's like a it hundred and sixty horse driven. or something. I think so. Dang. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's yeah. It has fun. a a qual. Or quaff or whatever. Quaff limited yeah, slip. Yeah, limited yeah. slip. It has all kinds yeah. of shit, dude. And it's got an external oil bars. cooler and some, you know, it's it's like it was built and then I guess it sat for a couple years. And he's basically the, you know, the most uh, recent person to actually drive it. It's been a while. So it's it's been sitting and uh, he bought it in Washington and, and got it down here. And so he's It's a cool still- looking car, though, because it's very sleeper looking. It is, yeah, um, and it's also. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be built like that. I know, and it's pretty good looking up close. Like it's hard finding a good Mark II these days. So um, seeing one is is cool, especially like in my rear view and stuff. It's like, dude, we just don't have that many in the mix, you know? Yeah. Um, We've so, never had one on a rally. Yeah, I think you're right. Dang, is that true? Yep. No, we have. Never mind. Never Ooh. mind. Uh, um, tape deck whips. Oh, yeah. He yeah. brought his once. And that That's was right. the first time we had had one. That's right. So we've had one once. But. And wasn't that only half the rally or something? I think he uh, didn't, like, swap cars. Or he had an didn't issue. Didn't he have his, like, his Beamer or something at some point? Um, I don't know. I know he I has. I don't, I don't, I don't remember something. either. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so, so Mark II's, I mean, we've all been around him a lot. But nowadays, it's just pretty rare, especially to see one that's in good shape. So... Um, we, yeah, we did like a full half day kind of big loop and then we stopped in a, on a cool road and took some pictures and stuff. Um, and then as we got a little closer to town, it did start to rain. So it was kind of, it was weird. But the last thing I'll say about the drive is that, um, we went on a very rough road and I don't even, I almost want to tell everyone because I'm, I'm kind of sick of this road. I've always loved it. It's like a love hate. Yeah. Love hate relationship with this road because in the Santa Cruz mountains, it is the most rapid elevation gain in the shortest amount of, uh, of time. So it's like the road's only like 1.8 miles, but it gains like 2000 feet in elevation, something like that. I can't remember. I've, I've looked into it though, because it's like a pretty good hill climb candidate. There's very few houses. It is super extreme. Um, and it's a road that I would love if it was paved like smooth, um, and really well maintained, it would be like a really fun road, but there's a few spots where just like you're in full, you know, suspensions already bogged down and then you're hitting these like big fucking dips and roots underneath the pavement. And it just like rattles like crazy. So sounds like it could be fun in the appropriate car, right? I haven't found the right car for it and I've driven a lot up it. 
Yeah. And I've always gone, I always finish it going like, fuck that road's gnarly. <laughs> like it's so, just a fun fact. I've never, I don't think I've ever been on it. Oh dude. Well, and, uh, I know my brother took his 944 on it the other day. And he said it was pretty fun, but he said it was like, it's like fun. you said, pretty tattered. Like yeah. it's fun. And like, I wish it was just a little smoother. Like if they just took care of some of these, these, uh, apexes and stuff, it'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the elevation gain is great. But, um, the first like big s- bunch of bumps I hit, um, it was like, Oh fuck. Like where you hit it and you like bump stops. You're like, Oh fuck, fuck. Oh shit. Uh, and, yeah. You're like worried about your wheels and stuff. Right. And then right after that, I noticed like, Oh fuck, the car is super unsettled. And I could tell it was left rear. I'm like, this just doesn't feel right. And I got to the top of the road and I got out because it was making a noise, like a clunk. And earlier in the drive, I have a tow hook with a big like metal hook on the end or a tow strap. And it had like gotten loose and the trunk was bouncing around. And so I thought that it had come loose again. And I went back there and it was like totally secure. I'm like, what the fuck? Drove again, pulled over again and stopped and like was, and chef pulled over too. And we were looking and I was like kind of like bouncing on the car. And I'm like, oh, and the tire, I was actually expecting a flat tire. Tire wasn't flat. I'm like, okay, I'll just drive. But the whole time I'm like kind of on the way back into town, I'm like sawing at the wheel to feel it and stuff. Like, ah, it just doesn't feel right. And sure enough, I get home and the, left rear shock had blown through the mount and was in through the trunk insulation, like completely loose. So I had no shock on that corner. It was just spring. So gnarly. So, so I don't really understand. Really gnarly. The, so the yeah. top hat is just a piece of hard rubber or something. And it yeah, it's like, it's like a, through? it's a C it basically holds on to the end of the shock. Yeah. Um, like it squeezes it. There's no like other protection to it. It's very weird. And it's also, if you look, it's like from E30 to Z4, it's the same design and they're all weak. It's like the weak huh. point. Yeah. It seems like a fragile yeah. way of doing it. Right? But here's the yeah, thing is a I, super common thing to replace. I think I replaced it when I did this suspension kit, which now has been a while, um, but I've never had any issues. But I have a theory that it might have something to do with the lower profile tires. What do you guys think about that theory? Makes sense. Rougher oh, riding, wow. less less cushioning. Right. It's so minute though, dude. Like you could be going faster in regular corners. So when you're hitting these bumps, these hard bumps, maybe you're going faster. Right. I don't know. I, I would think you're lowering your car and having like a different, the, the, what that does to it would have a bigger effect than, than, uh, the tires themselves. I know, but I've been running I mean, this, this suspension setup for a long time and I'm pretty sure I replaced these mounts when the time came. I mean, regardless, that is a, super common thing to replace yeah and so there's a turner motorsports makes a h you know heavy duty kit the miley a bunch of other suspension brands make a yeah an upgrade so i have that on it on the way uh and yeah, luckily got, it's super cheap uh, there's like 40 bucks for a pair of and it's another them. probably easy Reinf- reinforcing that top plate too is a thing like you can rip the entire uh not the mount itself, the ha- but the actual the sheet body. Metal. Yeah, right. Yeah, the body. You can rip that apart. I haven't That's seen like, that on an E30. Have you? Uh, we took extra pains to weld that all up. I definitely remember Jeff in his E36 M3 yeah. had that. Yeah, that was a front, um, though, right? I think his was a rear okay. that came apart. Um, but... Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'd have to look it back up again. But I, I definitely, when I was building my E30, reinforced that pretty heavily when we did the cage work. Yeah. Um, I could see that if, like, yeah, if I, I had it all apart. But 
Um, and I did it. I did it with the E46. I've got I've got the different mounts, and then I think I've got a reinforcement plate in there, if I remember correctly. So you Definitely just spread the load, front. essentially. Spread the load, and then I have a uh, uh, strut tower, or yeah, a, a, a strut tower, tower brace. brace. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah the rear one. Yeah. So uh, just just because. Uh, Thomas Illich had one that he uh-huh. gave me oh, nice. <laughs> mostly, but it, it helps ease my mind when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Sharkworks commented on my post and they were like, oh, good thing it's not the actual tower that broke off like a GT4. Ha ha ha. Uh, yeah. Right, and right. Like, yeah, thank, right. thank God. Um, and the the weird thing is that it had come, it shot up through the trunk lining and everything and was hitting the body of the car as I went over bumps. And that was the clunk I heard. But and I was like, oh, crap, because if for some reason in my mind, I was thinking it would hit the trunk, you know, and like yeah. push through. But it's actually like kind of under the the back dash, you know, so it's out of sight. But, yeah, it was, it was basically hitting up underneath wow. it. I mean, your your note, though, about how it's attached, like squeezing, like, I, I mean, it you actually bolt it in. You do bolt I mean, it you, in. And, yeah. yeah. And like that it the piece it's the mount itself is bolted to the chassis and then the shock is squeezed with some uh bushings and washers and you you bolt it to the thing it's not just like pinched in a rubber thing right right but it's not like as strong as you would expect for like um like a front mount is so much more heavy duty the rears are really small i mean it's like it's like that this tiny little thing so yeah yeah it is um And I think part of it has to do with at least the original quality is is for compliance. You know, they're not building it for rallying up, you know, Jameson Creek Road. But um, it's meant for giving you a little bit of, you know, uh, absorption as well. So, well, shakedown miles. Yeah, shakedown miles. Other than that, everything was good. Uh, Kevin was tinkering with his car. He's got a little throttle cable thing going on, but um, he kind of knew what to do and when to do it. So, um that was and good. How how uh I I don't feel like I've seen him post a lot of photos of driving. It's a pretty new car to him. Uh, is he like has he put a new set of tires on it for example or how far is he yeah, with he getting bought, that car worthy? He got the worthy? wheels. So he bought BBS RSs or what are they? I don't know. They're the they're basket weave three-piece yeah. looking Gold. BBSs and, mm-hmm. he, and he put uh Continentals on it I think. Okay. So yeah, that and then That's good. He, he's been driving it like locally to where he lives, um, but only like a mile or you know, he like he's been taking pictures and stuff, and they look like they're out in the country, like he's been going on drives. But in reality, it's like it's he says it's yeah, it's like a down the street from his house. And then um, yeah. this is the first drive he's really done, and so and it was the first drive that we have done together, or he said like with anyone since he moved to the Bay Area, which is so weird. Oh, he, what? He, he has the really? Gulf R. And yeah. he hasn't come on our rallies and hasn't really been like on drives uh, with anyone. So yeah, because it's been like a year. It feels like yeah, and he's come to Morning Motors and stuff, but he's coming from you know South Bay, pretty far so down no there, one, and no one else is down there. Yeah, really. he's kind of just like anyways. So that was cool. Um, definitely good to see him and hang out for a little bit. And uh, and so uh, yeah, how'd it feel just like getting out on the road and actually getting behind the wheel? Do you feel rusty or what? Uh, yeah, did your car no, feel no. fast? Yeah, it did feel fast. Yeah, it feels yeah. fast. And um I think it feels good. It's like a, it's a really good feeling to be out there. Um I'm a little disappointed like <laughs> my neighbor said or I haven't seen it yet, but the traffic on Highway 1 by my house is like back to normal. It's like backed up and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like 
I didn't get to experience any of the, any of this like quarantine driving where people were, you know, there's nobody Solo. on the road and all alone for, you know, a million miles. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. Not, not the end of the world there. So anything else that needs attention on that car right now? Um, not really, but I am going to repaint. Besides a CB radio installation, of yeah, course. Yeah, CB radio is coming in. Um, I still haven't found the the correct wiring harness for the BMW stereo that I have sitting on my yeah. workbench, so that's a frustrating. Yeah. I'd love to install that. And then um, I think I'm going to paint the 14-inch wheels, the BBSs, or the basket weaves I have, and with the Redistine tires only put one rally miles on and then swap those back on for a little bit and kind of just feel it out after i do the suspension repair i'll uh i'll do that do a good drive with these first and then do it like right away and then go on a drive back to back so you can like that's what i want to do it's not like there's not there's not like oh remember i think it was better yeah like placebo stuff you should even do it. You should like set it up with a local shop where you go out and do a loop, come in, they swap your wheels swap for you, out. and I then know. you go back and do the same thing again. That would be good, yeah. Because I mean, I, I, you wouldn't have to pay very much for somebody to help you out with that. Right, right. No, you're right. I think uh, a tire shop would just do that really quick, you know. Yeah, or um, even we could. You could come by my house and we'll <laughs> j- yeah. jack it up and get it swapped NASCAR style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd be super into that. Yeah, well, so we- I will I say those cars looked really good together on the on the pictures yeah, you took. They were actually um, really well matched. Like, yeah, we both of us weren't pushing it. You know, it wasn't full blown like you know, ten tenths by any means, but they were a good match. And uh, that's a lot of horsepower for a Mark II I GTI. I, I'm very curious about what that thing is like out there. I know. I can't wait to drive it someday. Um, but yeah, with good tires and it's got the you know stock Recaro seats and. Uh, it's just a nice, nice setup. EnduranceNow.com forward slash DWA. Endurance protects you from fronting thousands of dollars or worse, maxing out credit cards to get back on the road when your car breaks down. Plus, cars are more prone to mechanical issues when they sit unused for long periods of time. So even if you're not driving much right now because you're working from home or sheltering in place, you still need to protect yourself from potential repairs once you get back on the road. Endurance is one of the largest vehicle protection companies in the U.S. For a limited time, new customers can get $300 off any Endurance vehicle protection plan. Plus, new customers will receive $500 in shopping vouchers to spend at national grocery stores, restaurants, and online merchants. Endurance is offering a minimal down payment as well as deferred payment options for those who qualify and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Also, for a limited time, Endurance Elite membership is included with every vehicle protection plan. The plan includes 24-7 roadside assistance, personal concierge, theft recovery, key fob replacement, repair loans without an application, and additional discounts at select merchants. For example, uh, the Cayenne that we have, uh, you know, we do have a four-year-old who managed to misplace one of our key fobs and... Oh, that's the worst. We like to have two of them at a time. You know, you never know. My wife is going to grab the car or I or whatever. And yeah. um, and so those are super expensive, especially for modern cars, right? So uh, with something like this, with the Endurance Elite program, 
you call it up, you can get your key fob covered. Uh, let's say it's you know anywhere from five to seven hundred dollars because it's not just the key fob. Then you have to program it. It has to be done at a dealer. All of those costs are totally covered. In these trying times, if you need to get out and back on the road, you want to make sure you're covered and protected. Endurance Now covers you, your family, and keeps you on the road. Go to endurancenow.com forward slash DWA. Do you guys know what a Mark II GTI weighs? No. I don't either. Uh, pretty light, I bet. I definitely did know that at some point. Yeah. Um, I'll bet it's between like 25 and 27. I bet it's lighter. I would have said, said lighter. I said like yeah. 24. Because like my car is 2778 or whatever, you know? Like, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I know a Mark One is like 2,000 pounds, right? So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm trying to look. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I, I need your. Oh, 2350, they're saying about 2350. Yeah, I was going to say 2400 ish. It's a good number. Yeah. Um, yeah, 160 horsepower, like, 2300 pounds. Not bad, dude. No. That's like a Miata, is that, I think. Around Yeah, about 23 something. Yeah. Yeah, and it sounds good. It sounds really good, actually. I was behind him for a little while, and it's, it's, it's cool. It's very cool. Um, so I'm painting these basket weaves and, um, I've painted them several times since I've owned them. It's actually a easier way to clean them. The, you just, <laughs> just paint them. Does the paint just wear <laughs> off or what happens? Like it I just fades or I don't really. It's brake dust on it and then I don't I wash it fast enough. And then the brake dust kind of like sits on it. it just and turns well, I mean, you gotta, you gotta clean them to paint them. So that doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, but that's one cleaning, you know, every so often, but, okay. uh, anyways, I'm thinking of painting them graphite. Okay. What do you think? Mm, I like silver. Yeah. Because How wide your car... are the red strings? What's that? Oh, sorry. How wide are the tires? 195s? Yeah. I'm just thinking black is kind of an aggressive choice. Not black. It's a dark gray. Well, okay. Not black. For sure not black. Yeah, I'm, no. not black. I'm, I'm going to say the same thing. Dark gray is an aggressive choice. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's not really a very aggressive setup. I mean, that's a skinny tire, and it's kind of a blah-looking sidewall and tread pattern. Uh-huh. Like, it doesn't contrast your body, the body of your car enough. It's a little too matchy Yeah, but matchy. I think a, yeah. a graphite graphite wheel, but with, with some meat, like a, a, a wider wheel uh, that's kind of sticking out there could look real badass. But well, I think are... that this would be kind of a... T- it's a little too small. I you're saying go back to the silver. Go back to the radial TAs is what you're saying. No. Well, I'm even thinking a little bit more aggressive, just like track track style. Mm. You know, like maybe a 16 inch even that's kind of pushed way to way out. Your your radial TA is aggressive, fat tires wise, but I mean like a a big aggressive uh, rim with like an aggressive offset and everything. Yeah, I think that could look uh, that could look really cool with, I think a, with a graphite, but I don't know about this. I think I'm gonna try it, and I might yeah. I might go back to silver, which I've painted the, them silver like two or three times now, but uh, yeah. you know. That's, Where's, what's your uh, method? Is it baseball cards? Is it what, what no, do you I, use? Tape? I, I, uh, I put a piece of tape on the very outside edge of the wheel that I can get tape onto just a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, like standing up sideways, standing yeah. up sideways around it. And then I get yeah. like a piece of uh, poster board, poster paper, you know, like, but thicker. Mm-hmm. Not cardboard, but not construction paper. So whatever you'd call that. Poster, poster board. board. Poster board. Yep. 
And then I make a circle, a hoop, and tape it in the diameter mm -hmm. of the wheel. Yeah. And then I just lay it, set that on there, spray, stick, the and then tape, move yeah. it to the next one. Mm -hmm. You know, that's cool. What's your? When I've done it in the past, it was like the the file folders, and I just like stacked those around. You can do that for that sure. Kind of yeah. worked. But the hoop's nice because once you've got it taped and it's all there, you yeah. just you just pick it up and move it to the next wheel. Well, as long as you can get it. I mean, you added the tape bit to it too, which but then the, you got to un no. The tape's the tape. not on it. No, tape's the tape's on the wheel. not part of it. Oh, okay. The yeah. tape's just stopping over spray to get on from getting on the tires. Yeah. Oh, okay. But he it's already okay. has it like basically bordered. Yeah, it's bordered as, as well as I can get it, but the tape is like a kind of extra precaution. Um, yeah. But yeah, it'd be even better if it was like a plastic, you know, like a thin sheet of plastic that I could, but I don't have anything like that. You guys have got anything? No. Sh sheet of plastic lying around? <laughs> Sorry, I did. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of like the stuff that comes at the bottom of a duffel bag when you buy one of those yes. brand new. It's like that thin thing that just adds a little bit of rigidity. Need, that I would need be one of those. Something long, a, a version of that longer would be good. Yep. Yep. But, uh, yeah. So what's your thinking with the gray? I mean, have you seen um, other gray E30s with gray wheels that look good? I've seen some. Um, I really wanted to go with more of like a gunmetal or even like a touch of um, like a tint of bronze in it, you know, like that kind of brownish yeah. gray. I couldn't find any wheel spray paint that matched that. And I don't even know if wheel spray paint, why why it's so much better. I know it has to deal with heat, but um, I'm not sure if you could just like use a metal spray paint over a good can. primer. Yeah. And I don't think I don't, I'm just wondering, like, what what's the performance differences? Like, is it going to chip away and fall apart? Is it going to get hot and crack? Like, I have no idea. Um, but Duplicolor makes a graphite. They make silver and you can get that everywhere. But no one had the graphite. So I had, a, I had to special order it. Um, so I have it. Yeah. Uh -huh. And cans. they don't make a bronze or anything. Uh, they do, but it's an annoying bronze. OK. It's not good. It's a little bit too bright. Yeah. Yeah, I think you get creative and, yeah, you can get artsy with it, but I wasn't willing to go that route. So, I am I, I am excited to see how it turns out, even though yeah, that wouldn't I mean, be my first choice. I, I think uh, I, I'm interested to see. It's mainly like uh, I've always had silver. I'm going to try it, see how it looks. If it's horrible, I can switch back. But yeah. uh, and yeah. so And you're leaving you're, – it's up in the air right now. You're not sure which t wheel and tire combo you're going to prefer. And this is this is uh well this is I, the A B test. I am leaning towards going back to the fourteen inchers, um, at least for now. Um but we'll see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wish I wish I could have a set of the Michelins that I recommended mounted up to be able to just throw in the well, your test. defenders or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think you're smoking crack on that one. I smoke crack on a regular basis. Uh, that's not. <laughs> but have you driven news. a car with these Redistines, the Sport Track uh, Jujaro design tires? Nope. They're pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, high levels of yeah. Grip. I've heard I've heard good things about them. Very nice ride quality. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the like. I don't dislike it, but the tread pattern isn't doesn't wow me, and the sidewall is pretty busy, design wise. Um, but a good tire pretty affordable and so that's a nice option going forward if they continue to make them i would hope they do but um quite a few people run them on e30s yeah. and um 
Yeah, yeah I think all, they're, all it's the E30 a light, boys. Yeah, it's a lightweight setup too. I think, right? I mm-hmm. think it's a light. Uh, like if you compare your different setups weight wise, I think this is the lightest, isn't it? Way I don't know. lighter than the BFGs, dude. Oh yeah. Imagine BFGs. how heavy those things are. It would it would be nice to have that information. But they're also crisp, and most things that are crisp are pretty light. Now you're actually you're right about that. You so know, you I get like a kettle chip. Yeah, it doesn't like a good kettle chip, right? Like, yeah, I like it. Crispy. Actually, kettle chip's heavier than like because it has more oil and stuff. So, <laughs> and they're also yeah. folded like a yeah, a very strange. We, we should cookie. be uh, yeah, we should be talking about tires in comparison to their chip counterparts. <laughs> yeah, For sure, I think that would be a, yeah. Exactly. I mean, when you start talking about crisp, you have to use that as a model then and talk about yeah. different mm-hmm. things. Like a CN thirty six is like bacon it's sort of crispy <laughs> but it's not like it's not like crispy 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 in an old school sort of way <laughs> yeah, like, crispy, crispy. like back country style yeah dude by the way i just bought my first um unusual uh pork product two days ago what do you mean explain pork belly mm. i bought some pork belly for what oh for pho for ramen yeah oh ramen yeah yeah, that's good. I know. They sell it Pork at... Pork belly uh, is like one of the most glorious things to order at a, rest, a fancy restaurant. I know. The weirdest thing is you look at it in the package. It came from Farmer John in like a bacon pack, basically. Yeah. And it's just fat. It's like it's like just a, the whole thing is white. There's a couple little pieces of red you can see sort of, but um, it's funny that it's so prized, um, yet it's basically like bacon, uh, fattier I- bacon. I had a meal uh, up on the Oregon coast once. We went to a little fancy restaurant, and uh, it was pork belly and um, ice cream. Uh, uh, what, what's the ice cream you get at uh, sushi restaurants? Um, green tea green ice cream. Tea, yeah. And it was so bomb. Oh, <laughs> it was, yeah. like, such a good combo. Well, that's like I've always thought that you could make an al pastor ice cream. Mm, now I'm hungry. Just don't, you know. Don't no, I, just want it. I just want it off our store. I don't care about the whole ice cream mix, but <laughs> Imagine, I think yeah. I'm going to have to get, what if you're digging get in, You're digging into your gelato, your vanilla gelato, and you get little al pastor chunks in there. Uh, crispy. Let's get back to crispy yeah, for a second. Crispy, crispy al pastor crispy. chopped up on a yeah. maple ice cream. With little yep. um, little I nuggets mean, of uh, of grease, of Moreno's grease. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's yeah. got to be in there. Yeah. Hey, yeah. You can throw some cabbage in there even. That's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and some beans. Um, for that crisp. I just I, have, I've, got, I've got some project updates yeah. if that's what we're doing. Yeah. But uh, I don't me, know. You could still do Wham Time. I'm well, no, no. I was just going to say, I went to the time. auto parts store the last two days. I had kind oh. of a frustrating experience, but I, which just, one do you go to? I mean, Santa Cruz Auto Parts. I try to frequent them as much as I can, but yeah, God damn it, it's just simple stuff, you know. Like they're out of gloves, the gloves that I like, um, and it was one of those things like, oh, we just sold out. Yeah, welcome to the last few months, Wham. I know, but this is different because they're going to go in there trying to buy toilet paper next. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you guys so don't weird. have toilet paper. So weird. Yeah. Santa Cruz Auto Parts about... doesn't have fucking toilet paper. <laughs> let me let me clarify. I've gotten hand sanitizer here every other time I've come. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean there is no hand sanitizer? Uh, by the way, does the I just pumice, need a mask? Is that when pumice I'm sanding. stuff uh, sanitized or is that just clean? I don't know. Um, or those towels that Marty and Sue gave us, those tub of towels. Or Oh, yeah, I still have that. I have those them, are rad, dude. They don't work for sanitizing, I don't think. Anyways. Oh, but they work I, for cleaning grease out of your 
fingers. Yeah. My point in all this is about the gloves is they have every other brand of gloves. Uh, the Ravens, the fucking dragons, the serpents. I don't even know what they're called. And you've tried all the other ones? Yeah, I've tried them all. And the mm. ones I like are Diamond Grip. They're out. Diamond Grip. So I don't know. That's all. And then I went to the, today to get a gasket for the Vanagon tailpipe. <laughs> Fuck which, this tailpipe, man. <laughs> hey, it's still going. It's still going. This is like, uh, oh, yeah, this man, is like this... Wham's version of your bumper. Oh, like. shit. Yeah, it's so gnarly, or dude. It's, it's beautiful. Between it's that painted, and the fuel injection. It's painted. It's beautiful. It's sitting there ready to go on. And I and the gasket I could probably reuse, but I'm like, I'll just go to my local auto parts store and buy the $2 gasket. No big deal. Of course. They don't have it. None of the suppliers carry it. Can't it get cork? it for weeks. What? It's cork, right? No, it's it's metal and oh, whatever. Okay. Seems like it would be. It seems like all seems of like those you gaskets one should you be this. Make. Seems okay. like they should all be the same size. By the way, like I know. every single manufacturer should make an exhaust manifold gasket it's, that is exactly the same. They they are all basically there. It's the three holes with yeah. the fucking round. Can yeah. you buy yeah. a little gasket piece of gasket and make it? I, I guess know. I could make a gasket, but no one my wants point to do is that. online. You go to like Van Cafe has them. You know, two dollars. I gotta wait for shipping and all that crap, but they have tons of them, and it's not like they're unavailable. It's just, I think that kind of stuff is getting harder to find. The like basic gaskets is all these like specialized gasket sets that you need head gaskets and weird really? rubber gaskets. I mean, thinks- I don't know. Carburetor gaskets are probably harder to find. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. That's where like three D printing comes in handy, probably. Oh, there'll be a people making yeah like um for example my brother has an 83 gti and he wanted he took the mirrors off to paint them just to paint them black again and he couldn't find you can't get those mirror gaskets oh, yeah. and uh so he found a guy at 3d prints them out of rubber yeah out of like a hard Don't rubber wow cut it out of rubber no because they're three-dimensional right because they have like you know they the little lips over they have the, the lip where it fits into the lip. So yeah, that's it's crazy. Blowing my mind. Like I, I'm picturing 3D printing with hard stuff, but not with pliable rubber. Mm-hmm. I know 3D yeah. printing. So, I, yeah, that's crazy. So he bought How, that, and yeah, it's all good. And that's like yeah? I think that's a there's a place called like 3D printed Porsche parts. I know that does stuff for 944s, like little stuff like that. Huh. Um, but yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, that Jay Leno's rad. touted that using a three D printer for like certain, like expensive oh, like little, little switches and stuff. yeah, trim pieces and switches and stuff. So it makes perfect sense. I just yeah, I haven't like come across a three D printed thing that I'm excited about. <laughs> Does that me make sense? Either. Like I mean, me either. Nothing has happened where I'm like, oh fuck! Like they make a three D printed. I don't even know what like whatever it Mirror is for my Mighty Max. Thank you. Yeah. Mirror for well, my Mighty Max. Every time you think because you. I always have those thoughts. I'm like, how cool would it be to have a 3D printer? It'd be rad. Like, and I'm like, what would I make? I'd make like a fucking keychain or something. Like, it'd be like, know. you know, it's some stupid tchotchke. Like, it wouldn't be like, I don't really know what practical use I would have for it. You know, I can't think of anything. So they you could, you could definitely make cool kids toys. That would be I, like a fun pastime almost. Right. Like a yeah. miniature model of like a McLaren F1 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like but you yeah. could also do cool stuff. I mean, like, your girls are a little older where it yeah. probably wouldn't be a thing. But, but I feel like you could do cooler stuff like that with just a block of wood and a bandsaw. Maybe. You know, and some sandpaper. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, that's a cooler. Are, that's definitely a cooler looking toy for a kid than some plastic thing. You know, they like. Like that play forever. I don't know if you follow. I think we follow him on Instagram. Um, he makes these really cool like 
um, cars, like F1 style um, wooden cars, and a, he makes a Porsche Targa or something. But they're plastic, actually. Are those ones plastic? Okay, yeah. yeah. But those are super cool. But I feel like I you, mean, could, you could essentially make that. But you could do stuff like that out of wood too, and I feel like that would be more satisfying than like putting it in a printer and you're like straight up Geppetto. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then it comes alive, and you're like, oh fuck! <laughs> it gets inside a whale. For you're flying all the time. <laughs> so. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I, what I what I like to think about is uh, a time where you know there is just the legit 3D printer shop that's down the street. Maybe it's inside the auto shop, and it's like, hey, I need this part. Uh, you send them over the file link or request it, and they just have it ready in a little bit. That's rad. Yeah, that would be rad. And like it's a- like, yeah, if oh. you're going to like, like, there's a BMW. Uh, uh, parts thing where you can like identify all the the BMW OEM or whatever I forget what it is, real OEM. Yeah, it's a it's it's you look up any of the parts for a BMW. Um, instead of just like finding a link to buy, it's like oh here's the here's the CAD drawing for it, and um you know that's free uh because somebody scanned it. Uh, shoot that over to your uh, Santa Cruz Auto Parts and pick it up in an hour yeah. or something. I could see that because manufacturing of those parts, like this, this is the reason a lot of parts are becoming, you know, they're not making them anymore. It's not worth it for them to like make a run of like whatever, 10,000 right. pieces. Right. So right. having on demand part making, I mean, I think it is, it's, it's probably here it's, right now, but it's like not that great. You know, it's it like obviously yeah. it's here because Blaze ordered, ordered the other day, but but, That's uh, my more hobby style. But it rather can, than it like can be more legit. Like you said, like calling the parts store and be like, oh, do you have this? They're like, yeah, we can have that in an hour for you. And right. they're like, do you want an alloy metal or yeah. is like a titanium, uh, you know, ABS plastic okay or something? Or yeah, like what do you choose? These are your different costs for the different yeah. uh, source material. I'm still having trouble picturing what I would want. What I would, I, would, I, would I need get. my stupid bracket for my blinker still. Oh, which, yeah. Which is a part I can order from BMW. It's pretty easy, but order uh, you got to order it. All yeah, right, that's your, your uh, updates. Then you your should updates, probably order Brian. that. Let's hear uh, your update. Oh, that's well, too, that's I, Brian's, but that's Brian's version of my bumper and Warren's tailpipe. Absolutely. By the way. You have to keep these cars slightly imperfect. Why? Only the good. But, only the good die. But not in that way, though. That's such a thing that. It's so minor, dude. Have it no. perfect. Well, dude, find if you guys can find me the freaking r- right part number, oh. then I'll I'll order it. But I I've done some research and it was very I couldn't find the part number. And uh-huh. then I got to rip I got to pop rivet the thing in and it's like I you know, uh-huh. those are two reasons why pop I'm not gun going. is like 15 bucks, dude, with hey, all the pop rivets you need. Tailpipe, man, I hear you. I know the pain. I know your pain, man. Thank yeah, you. It's still going on. Thank you for validating my pain. By the time Warren puts that thing on, it's going to be rusted again. Probably. I'm like, I have it in a climate controlled, uh, fucking vacuum sealed, uh, box. You just got your, your constant paint booth of stuff. That's like, uh, stuff to spray paint because it's rusting and you just keep cycling. Your your cars are the golden gate bridge. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Well, that's why I'm ordering two gaskets because I know it's going to rust again. So I'm going to do it again. Well, yeah. And so here's the thing, like these parts, uh, plastic parts in particular, like if I order them from BMW, you know when do they make that has it been sitting on the shelf oh, for a I decade see. like if yeah. you get the 3d printed it's the fresh plastic yeah but then I you gotta know. have it sanded and prepped and it's they never come out well, no right. so that's what that's what's tripping me out about this freaking rubber gasket that I know. blaze got I don't like get that at all how, how how do you finish the rubber gasket lane 
What? Well, Blaze, well, well. Blaze gets this rubber gasket yeah. 3D printed. Yeah. The way Wham and I understand it is there are it's ridges like, on like, anything mm. printed. So how do you sand that and finish it, right? Like, um, how do you get it all smooth and nice? That is a great question, and I don't really have the answer. I know that technology is getting better as far as, like, um, the ridges, you know, how it how it uh, early on. Like, I think it also depends on how you can print finer or you know, or less fine, essentially. So maybe this is super fine printing. And because it is a little bit of a pliable material, it melts more when it prints. Yeah, maybe it's so like it the lays... temperature, like kind of, it's like like paint as you sprayed it, kind of like all. Yeah, so uh, it kind of floats. It kind of lays out. Flo- yeah, exactly. Because it is a softer material, it doesn't need like a strength. It's not, it's it's a gasket rather than, it doesn't need any rigidity or anything. Um so, so it's got to hold its shape at the same time. Yeah, yeah it'd be an interesting thing so, to see. But I the imagine that's product. it. And I know, like, I remember seeing a 3D printed car at SEMA. You know, it wasn't a real mm-hmm. fucking car. I don't know what the fuck it was. Maybe it. Yeah, it was all I remember that. Ridges but everywhere. Gnarly ridges, dude. Like, yeah. I mean, you can rough, which is like ruffles, dude, yeah. to compare to chips, right? Yeah, which is what we you. do. Which we should always do. <laughs> yes, yeah, thank yes. you. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's almost a badge of honor in that case where they're saying, hey, Check it out. Show, this thing is three like, D printed. Yeah, yeah. you like, like this you is definitely three D printed. This is the right. proof. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like then if they 3D... had sanded it. Yeah, you would have been like, nah, it's not. And then right. some of this, I always get discouraged too because it's like, dude, look at this thing I made. And they're like, they're like, oh, cool. And they're like, yeah, it took like twenty five hours on the printer, like seven thousand dollars worth of plastic, seven thousand dollars worth of material. Yeah, and like, and I had to fucking figure Body it work. out, and I had to do like yeah. three of them before I got this one or whatever. You know, it's like, right. okay. Yeah. That's cool. But um, there is the whole thing of like where you, and I know for the car and big stuff, you could, they do like this honeycomb on the inside and then you do it like where it's really tight on the exterior, right? And that makes it lighter and, and Strong printing and time, that. like printing time, you know, less printing time and all this stuff. Yeah. I've seen it's Ali pre- do all this stuff at, at his place. Um, he's the guy. I mean, cool. he's got like every 3D printer made yeah. at his disposal. Yeah, they have like probably 20 of them or something. It's kind of crazy to think like, I wonder, like, will we get to a point where you're making hardware too, where you 3D print like a bolt blank and then, you know, it's next door to a machine shop where they machine the threads in and it's like, any factory bolt you want to recreate at any no you wouldn't be able to get into hardness and all the hardening and all that stuff yeah, i do no, metal you can they I mean, do metal but can you like i i guess it's you have a machine shop next door no you do whatever idea. you want who knows oh, i mean yeah, you might knows? not even have to mach- like machine thread the do the threads you might be able to print those print, or something yeah. i don't know that's pretty gnarly though and yeah, yeah. and yeah you would think i don't know what the exact strength is but like i i've we did, I got some titanium stuff printed, um, from like Poland and, uh, 3d printed and that was pretty, pretty amazing, dude. And this was That's like, crazy. this is like, fuck, dude, this is probably well, seven or eight years ago, seven years just ago. Just imagine, imagine the benefits, dude, 3d printing titanium where you can get into like gnarly complex 3d designs in terms of honeycombs and strength and, so like uh, how like what would uh what would Colin Chapman do basically <laughs> like super lightweight of everything because you just have finer control of all the strength and material properties and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could make lightweight bolts with honeycomb patterns out of titanium maybe and it's like 
add that up over a, a car that Colin Chapman would make and see what happens. It's crazy. Yeah, I just, I don't know. We'll see if we're it, getting uh, into a funny rabbit hole that's got nothing to do with chips. <laughs> Fuck, man! Chip feeling, like, I'm feeling uncomfortable. Dude, right? maybe they can 3D print cones. They can do a chip. Well, chip. I want them to 3D print chips. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Nice, good Cheeto. <laughs> uh, I'm hungry. One more chip, please, and then the <laughs> auto shop prints it out. Dollars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's worth and it. It'll, it'll be eight hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'll slip in an aluminum chip every once in a while just to really keep you on your toes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how are you handling um, the heat, Brian? Yeah, so uh, I uh, don't know if I mentioned, but tires for my E46 um, were totally corded. Yeah, I don't think you did mention it. Yeah, this was several podcasts ago. We we were uh, texting before or something and Dude, I was uh, sharing, sharing photos. I don't even remember why I was looking at my tires. I think, oh, I was looking... Because I was already in the process of getting new tires. I thought rally coming up this fall. I knew I was kind of getting there. Yeah. I was probably going to need them. I wanted to start the order process ASAP. Uh, so I cruise under because I'm also looking at different wheel options as potential, even though I shouldn't be spending any money at all. Um, and so I'm looking for the clearance between uh, my current offset and the... Uh, and the, sh- uh, the springs and all that. And <laughs> it's like, oh, geez. Straight up corded tires, right in dude, the right in the center. Yeah, it's uh, camber, camber king. It's not. I don't think it is, dude. It's got to be. So there's a lot. There's a lot here uh, that I could discuss, but oh um, boy, mm-hmm. uh, I've gone kind of deep with the different alignment settings, and um, I've talked to people who have run even more aggressive camber that have not had that problem, like three and a half degrees. So what do you think it is? It's toe, dude. So uh. if I look, the factory recommended toe, which is uh, uh, changed slightly by the ZHP lower control arms that I have. Uh, factory recommended toe is like between 0.06 and 0.08 uh, in. Huh. I'm at so we set mine at zero, thinking that that was neutral, but really, effectively, that's toe out. Oh, because as you compress, because it's, as it's, you. Yeah, it's going out. Whatever, whatever. This I don't even know if it has to do with compression. It's huh. just the way the suspension is set up. Got it. The angle. Fact factory is not around zero. It's toe in. Mm. Although I mean that's what we're talking about. I don't know. I it you know. Yeah, but zero you know is me, zero. I'm right? not. I'm is not. It? I'm not like super. Uh, I I don't know a lot. What's there's a lot of variables in these things, and I don't know exactly what's going. On. Let me give you this data point. Um. Efry 044 whatever one of the guys uh he's got um he's one of Brendan's friends I follow him I don't know if we do on DWA yeah, yeah, it's a he, 330 or something 328 yeah it's a 328 um E46 and we have uh s- similar setups <laughs> he randomly hit me up uh showing tire wear asking what my uh alignment settings were same day, or the, the, it was the day after I took the photo that I sent oh. you guys with corded tires. I was like, hey, I'll raise you one. Check out these cords sticking out. And, and so we look at it. He finds out, you know, over, we uh, when he ended up getting his alignment changed, uh, he finds out that his alignment was just completely off. It was totally whacked for some reason there was maybe a component broken or the guy who said it originally was totally incompetent and it was different side to side so he was having all sorts of problems but the guy he had gotten some advice while he was looking into it that um 
particularly with uh, ZHP uh, lower control arms and something about maybe the uh, just aggressive suspension setup in general, uh, you can't go zero toe. You got to go a little toe in. Um, okay. so he, he, uh, uh, took that advice. He runs his, uh, uh, he commutes like crazy. Like he's got, he puts a ton of miles on his car. So he's like, yeah, I'll let you know how it goes in 10,000 miles or something yeah, in, yeah. in a couple months. Um, cause you don't really know until you start seeing all the wear, unless you're out there with a, a heat gun or something. Wham. How are your front tires? The, these are my front tires. Oh, these are your fronts. That we're talking about. Oh, oh, I so, thought it was rear. Too. I thought it was no, rear. No, they're these are front tires. Um, and uh, so I've got two point four degrees negative camber in the front and uh, two degrees negative camber in the rear. Um, zero toe in both cases. Okay. Uh, and the f- the rears are wearing fine. The fronts are not. Okay. Yeah, interesting. And they're wearing so, on the inside or outside? I forget. On the inside. Inside so, edge. I don't know if you guys remember, but my GTI wore them really bad on the inside as well. And that Factory was a fully, bone stock. St- fully bone stock suspension, bone stock everything. And yeah. it wore out the in, like the outsides looked like totally fine if you walk up to the car. And then if you look on the inside, I wore, I would wear them down to the cord. And, and that's a stock. That was a totally stock car, not lowered, not anything. Just had good tires. Yeah, that was that was unusual. Um, usually, we would I, see I it def- in my in my shop days. It would be the outside edge that would get just rallied. You know, because that's like yeah. In yeah, turns, you're kind of like leaning sense. heavy on that part and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you would. Think I, it I definitely. Would be outsides. I like to defer to experts in this sort of scenario just because they're kind of like things at play that, uh, you know, it's kind of hard yeah. to guess, but, and I don't really know what I'm talking about, but you know, I'm just kind of like creeping up on investigating what's going on. It feels like the recommendation would be bump it to some toe in, uh, see how that feels and see what that does to tire wear. Yeah. I think that's a good call. So you, you have and tires coming? I might, uh, I, I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so we'll see. Uh, yeah. And then I was originally going to, I, I did think it was camber originally, but, um, do you guys ever mess with caster when you do that stuff? It's, no. I'm aware of it, but I, I, uh, and I, I don't, I know it's like return to center sort of feel. Uh, That's part of it. It yeah. has a lot of, uh, effect on handling, but I don't. Dude, uh, I, I don't know if we've messed with it much. On I don't know if I've messed with it yeah. in my the last that time. Was I, got, one of the, my, I was going to say the last time I got the E30 aligned, um, the guy who did it is kind of like an old school alignment guy that was working at Big O Tires, um, and he was like appreciated my car and everything, and I just basically dropped it off and just told him to do whatever you know, like just do it however you want, and I didn't have specs or anything, and all he said was like, I just set it up, you know kind of for the kind of driving you do, but I don't know what he did, Nice, you know, and it, and nice. the tires wore great and it's the stance is good and everything. So I was like, that's fine. But honestly, I have no idea if it, was, it could be improved or, yeah. Or well, you have a sheet, he probably right? gave you a sheet. Yeah, I, I have right? a sheet. Yeah. It'd be interesting to look at that. But then Nate Smith's now does uh alignment um, and, you know, balancing and all that. But, uh, and he says they have a guy that sets them up. So kind of interesting to think about, what that can do performance wise. That might be one of those underrated performance things that we were talking about. Oh, back no, in the day. absolutely. Alignment settings are huge. It's huge, right? Dude. And yeah. You kind of just know, don't I, think about it. Yeah. I think it's a, that's like tires. And then that probably for, right. You know, the biggest things. 
Because yeah. like it makes such a big difference in feel. The reason I'm, I mentioned caster is at one point my car was feeling super darty. Um, the front end was feeling darty, and I didn't really, I didn't feel confident in it. And it wasn't um, returning to center really well, like you were talking about, Brian. Um, and then I basically put the casters all the way out. Um, so basically, you know, like to explain it, it's like a a regular bicycle, and then you have like a lowrider bike with a fork sticking way out. That's, or you have a, a razor on the other side. Or you have a razor on the right other side on where it's straight on and top so of it. And so you get that. You get that quick. It's easy so, to imagine. So I was, I was straight on. Like, yep. Yeah. So I was straight on top of it. It wouldn't return to center. And then I put it all the way out. So the steering's a little lazier. Right. But it returns to center and it feels more confident in the front. Um, right. Because you kind of have more, I don't know, you can just kind of set it more. And uh, I did that, and I remember just feeling, like, so much better on drives, you know? Like, it felt just like, I don't know, the car just felt way more confidence-inspiring, and, and the yeah. front end felt and, like it was sticking. And that's a, that's another super important variable is what do you like? Yeah, <laughs> it's like exactly. a personal preference, Yeah, right? do you want to like be what, up on top of it? What or helps do you, wanna... you feel confident? Yeah, yeah. Like, is it, yeah, do you prioritize, like, very quick steering, mm-hmm. and you're fine to, like, manhandle it on the straights right yeah. if it's not like tracking like normal that yeah. like and that's very, camber like, low caster or yeah. whatever or yeah and the camber yeah, too right because if you're if you have gnarly camber toe. if you have gnarly camber your car will be kind of like going all over the road in a straight line um hard to keep straight and, and right you yeah. have to kind of be up on it all the time pay more attention yeah. i guess yeah how's the bumper coming along lane that's coming dude uh, <laughs> no, I, did. I actually had like five more updates, Wham. But well, uh, that's I'll, cool. I'll do that's mine cool. real quick. I did. Um, I, I sprayed it all, and then I ran out of paint, and then I ordered two more cans. So, um, it's pretty much there. I just wanted to. Put, I just want a little more coverage so I can do a little bit of color sanding and polishing. So, uh, nice. but it's basically there. I drilled those. I put the three holes in it for the oil cooler, which are needed. Um, and then I did the. Uh, yeah, that little front intake, and then I made a grill to go in between the fog lights. Um, yeah, so it's coming along. It should be cool. like so your a week so or your so. fog lights are going to be mounted behind. They're where they were before. It's like behind the no, no. So it's not. They're not behind the grill. It's just a grill in between the two fog lights. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool, man. I think uh, so, it's going to yeah. break the uh, DWA internet when that gets installed yeah, i know it's like pretty big news that's like the, the you know 30 seconds but the biggest project car update in years you got to do yeah. a super subtle too where it's just like oh, i went on a drive today anyways oh and yeah then, for sure you know what i mean i know i feel like i already kind of like popped the cherry though with my fake post you know you yeah. did kind of you know it's like, it won't be that big of a deal now now it's gonna be like fake news fake well, news they'll think, it's, they'll think it's another rendering i know so. exactly or morning motors Crying just roll wolf. up to morning motors mm-hmm mm-hmm well, I think you should do a full Hoonigan style reveal, actually. Oh like, yeah, some I'll mist, some dry ice, maybe. I'll do a full. I'll do like an announcement the the day before that we're going to have an announcement the next day. Yep. I'll be like, it'll be at this location. It'll be. I live, want a sheet then... over a dark car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's got to be in a giant warehouse yeah. with yeah. only a single light. Yeah, I unveil it. It still hasn't been washed. It's like all shitty <laughs> <laughs> yeah. bird shit on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be perfect. That would actually. Now I'm in. I, I want right. to see that. That yeah. sounds really awesome, actually. <laughs> Do a ton of, spend a ton of money on production and just don't even watch the yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I it's like total that shit idea. box. Um, so did you? Uh, you said you drilled holes in it for, uh, which are basically the holes that you were re- doing in the render. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, did you? You have like? Uh, did you have to modify the bumper to like add? Mounting locations for the oil thing is the no, oil they thing. Don't, no, it is oil cooler? To, oh, it's not. It it's just to the behind body, the or yeah, it has okay, like that's good. I have these like metal straps that are strapped to yeah, mount yeah. to existing, you know, existing like screw locations or bolt locations on the body. But yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, so it's mounted all securely. But the way it was is like it was like barely tucking down in that little that little mouth the lower mouth um so it needed it was basically blocked it was totally just blocked so it wasn't getting yeah. much air at all the way unless it was it, unless it was like some airflow by sucking out the other side yeah i'm sure it's but, getting some but it's not yeah. you know it's not it's not straight shot right so yeah i put those and then i'm gonna put some mesh behind it It'll be good yeah cool how about you brian what are your other updates um not much just i but i did the uh the trailer i took that in and had the wheel bearings done and new tires all rv or what did you do yeah yeah nice it's a super legit shop it's oh, a giant yeah. uh guys you know they've got it on it dialed, and yeah. yeah they have it super dialed uh you know they got they fill up the propane tanks i brought in all my other propane tanks from around the house oh, cool. and had them, had them do it uh but yeah they know what they're doing any uh, um, big red flags on the trailer no oh. um it's looking pretty solid i was uh so one thing I, I hooked it up to the jeep and the way the hitch uh receiver uh settles down on the uh, on on the hitch ball it's like super shallow like it seemed like it was barely resting on there you know usually you put a trailer uh, receiver down and you clamp it and you see like the little lever like hook in underneath the ball. And it's like you're definitely on the underside of the ball. Right. So, you know, you're engaged. Yeah. This one, it's like just over the halfway point. There's a little thing that sticks out and, and gets it. And it's like a little nerve wracking. So it's not. Yeah. Uh, but I was curious about that. Yeah. Uh, and one, I was curious about how to adjust it because I've had the normal trailers. I've had one pop off before, actually, just because it wasn't adjusted huh. uh, when I picked it up. And so now I check for that um, and I go underneath and it's all old school stuff. I see no bolt to adjust it, um, which is kind of weird. So anyways, I it's not far down to all RV. And I took it down there and had a, him give it a second look and um you know, we tried a different size ball, and it, a two-inch ball is the one that works. Huh. Uh, uh, it's just very tight, but very good to have, like, a professional opinion there. Yeah, get some uh, good chains, it, too. <laughs> some yeah. Some yeah. chains, just in right, case. Right, 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 right. That's always good to have there. Yeah. But, you know, it, little things like that where, uh, you know, like, I probably could have tackled a wheel bearing if I wanted to, but... Um, I love taking that sort of thing to somebody else. And it's like, yeah. you have, you're doing wheel bearings all the time. Uh, he, and, and totally. when I brought it in, he, he did mention, he's like, sometimes with these old ones, they don't have like the, the cover plates that'll fit. So I'll let you know if I have to do anything weird. And, and do you have to press but, them in or anything or is that? I, yeah. I mean, uh, which I think, you know, you can use that, do that with basic tools, I think. Uh, but yeah, packing a wheel bearing, repacking a wheel bearing is like a good skill to have uh, with stuff like this. I've never done it, um, and I've seen people doing it before, where the, bear- the bearings all fall out everywhere. Grease everywhere. It's, like, it's, it's a yeah, messy yeah. thing. 
So, um, and yeah, with this trailer, there, there aren't many moving parts. Uh, it doesn't have any of the tanks or anything like that. It's all just like super basic. No breaks, right? No trailer breaks. No bathroom. No bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you, (laughs) it's literally like the wheel bearings and the hitch receiver are the only moving parts, right? which is awesome. And so good to have both of those checked out. Wheel bearings done. New tires. It had old bias ply tires on. And for a second, I was like, should I stay nostalgic and like go with something? And it's like, he had these Hercules tires in stock that, you know, work great with no issues on much bigger trailers. And it's a like 205, 75, 15 or something. Those are big, or, bigger than I would have expected. Yeah. For a little trailer. Yeah, like I thought this. they'd and be so, just little like, yeah, know, I thought they'd be like yeah. 165s. Donuts. Yeah, me too, actually. Um, and, and so driving to the, uh, to all RV was the first time I had towed it and it was bouncing all over the place. Um, getting the new tires. Now it's like smooth as butter. Like it rides oh, right. like w- way noticeably better. Um, which is, which is awesome. Uh, and then, yeah, there was a window issue. The window had gotten broken a long while back. Um, the guy who was, uh, who had it before me, um, had the window replaced and i don't know if i mentioned this on the last podcast but on the trip to from his place to mine he had delivered it to me uh it fell off the trailer and shattered um so uh uh, that that went back uh right after to the original guy that um uh, replaced the window and so he still has that so there's uh there's that thing that uh, is still outstanding um but other than that getting that window back which isn't even a total deal killer for using it um i could just leave it with the uh you know it's it's got a little uh screen on it uh without uh besides that it's just clean up and like you know nice. getting it you know cool. kind of sanitizing it which i haven't really done yeah are you uh itching for a, a road trip yeah, we're uh, making reservations, so we got oh. a, we got a we got a few reservations on the books right now. Nice, nice. we're too. So we, weird time. Uh, I got one uh, KOA in Avila Beach. That's uh-huh. uh, uh, in the not too distant future, and then um, back up in the Sierras north of Tahoe. Okay, which is a it's kind of a long haul. Yeah, it uh, is. But uh, you know, both of these, it's just like sea sites. Reserve them. The cancellation fees are minimal yeah. you know yeah I think nice. it's the see koa it. one i'll have to pay 10 bucks if we bail on it see what but happens I'm, I'm definitely in the mode of like looking at, for, at all the different spots it's weird in covid times to be searching for these because most campsites are closed at least partially right now if yeah. not completely and so uh uh you know it it can be a, a little funky or if they're open like the pool like koa one of the reasons you would want to go there is they've got a pool and Hot it's tubs, closed yeah. i think yeah um i just learned today about thousand trails which i hadn't mm-hmm. I, i've seen the logo before but i've never known what they were about but they are like a koa equivalent right. you, pay, you can pay like a yearly pass and then you camp for free wherever you go um uh, you still have to make reservations, of course, but yeah. uh, th- that's another interesting Dude, one. You know who you should talk to is uh, our buddy Danny. He he told me he did like 38 days in their trailer Dang. last year. That's a lot. He sticks mainly to the coast. I think they go down to Pismo in that kind of area, Santa Barbara. But um, anyways, he's he's all about it. The trailer yeah. life. And it's different for 
Like Vanagon, we've done a few trailer like KOA type spots, and it's pretty sad if you don't like you're just in your car basically, and like these guys pull in like a mm. Prevost like fifty foot fucking motorhome, and they put out the. But there's spots TV. like uh, Costa Noa, that KOA up the coast is really nice. Those and, like, are really you, cool, even right? if you're out of Vanagon, it would be nice. They have a, a nice restaurant on site, and you know outdoor games and barbecue. Yeah, those are and those are cool. Those cool are a little stuff. bit more like low key too. But the ones where we were, we were out like in the in the uh, southwest, and it's like just oh yeah, big a little old, more yeah. yeah. So my but, brother. My brother Shane just did a three-week uh, motorhome trip. Three wow. weeks? Yeah. yeah. I don't even know if he's back yet, but they're doing I think like he is. Three, yeah. three, yeah, three weeks, I think it was. What do you, what do you drive? Or they rented, an RV, uh, they rented right? like a 21-foot RV from one of those places up in like Pleasanton or something. It's like a yeah. RV dealer slot, and they also do rentals, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, like El Monte RV Yeah, El Monte, I like think. And, yeah. and he, so he rented like a, I think it was like a 21-footer or something, like a cab over. Um Pretty expensive, so but I mean, it's cheaper than hotels and shit. Yeah, I, I, you know, pretty equivalent, I think. But you have like he's parked, you know, he did a whole Northern California and then through the Oregon coast and just like surf, basically surfing. But he brought his uh, wife and daughter, Made his wife watch, and uh, and then his brother-in-law and and uh, his wife went and they took their razor. So they had oh, a they wow. had they had a motorhome they rented too with a razor behind it, nice. And uh, so they were going to places that you could ride drive the, the drive the razor on the beach, yeah. and then Shane could surf and do the razor, and they're like right on the beach at KOAs and different campsites and stuff. Wow. And yeah. uh, it sounded like pretty sweet thing. Like he came over and I hung out with him. He's like, "Yeah, we're going tomorrow morning." He's like, "You guys should get one." I'm like, "You know, it was like." It was very last minute, dude. And he's like, he's yeah. like, yeah, like Derek just decided to go yesterday and got his, you know? No so, way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine many people are renting those. Yeah. They're probably available. Actually, I heard it was the opposite. I think I oh, heard really? that there was like a rush on them because it was the the most doable vacation at the moment. Yeah. Right? Right? You can stay. Do. Yeah. You don't have to stay in hotels. No, no yeah. airports. Right. You know, um, no one else has been staying in it, you know. At yeah. least if you were going to travel like hotel to hotel, you're in one room. Yeah, it's sanitized, time. right? One right. time, and then you kind of yeah. like, yeah, you're good. Yeah, and it's fairly affordable. It depends how far you're going and all that. It does add up. For oh sure. yeah, I mean it's still it's 110 bucks a day for the motorhome, and then plus the campsites gas. are anywhere from 30 to 70, 60, 70 you know? bucks. Yeah, like, so gas and yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it's gas not, is cheap right now, so that's good. That's true, dude. I tell you, I paid two forty for premium. Whoa! In Prunedale, a Valero, two forty for premium gasoline. Cheap. It was Why like, were you down in Pruntucky? We were going to uh, visit my sister who was camping for her birthday. Oh, we took a day okay. trip down to King City. Oh, camping while awesome update Hot. later. But um, this was this was like two weeks ago. But uh, dude, I paid two dollars more a gallon four months ago. Yeah. I don't even understand uh, <laughs> like how that works. I know. It's and so crazy. other parts of the country are cheaper than that. So people are listening going like, yeah, what's your point? But yeah, they're like, it was $2 four months ago here. <laughs> I know my, uh, my wife's friend sent a picture from like the jankiest gas station in the central Valley. And it was a dollar. It was like under Whoa. two bucks a gallon dollar wow. 60 or something. Like wow. what? Yeah. So it's when you there. just fill up your trunk, too, and save it for later. <laughs> That's why I got a sunroof. I just <laughs> pop it over the top. Yeah. Uh, is that it that time? Sense. Yeah, I think so. 
I think it is. Brian, do the honors. It's been a while. Do 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 Trivia time. It's trivia time. Trivia, trivia time. All right. Um, I saw an article recently that said, uh, <gasps> oh, dude, I didn't even do a big announcement about the freaking rally results. Oh, I didn't even see. I got <laughs> I last. I don't even know who won, dude. <laughs> let me tell you this. Before you go into trivia, let I me tell you this. I didn't do the big announcement about the rally results. I don't even know I don't who even won. Know. That's like an art trivia, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I want I'm, you to yeah. know that the who won is a pretty big part of results. But hey, go I on. Could, I totally agree. Fat totally flip. agree. Brian I, Ferranda, maybe. He <laughs> is fast. I don't know. He's fast as fuck. So, uh, uh, Marcelo... I'll tell this, uh, race net, which is what you like organize these things on. That's what they call it. Race net. I don't know if it's goes is beyond. Who, is that who built the Terminator in the Terminator movies? Uh, I, I think, think you're, you're right. right. Hey, Brian, could you put another one of these up? Cause I feel like I need to redeem myself a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to wait a week. I'm okay. going to start it the following. Um, I am, I am going to put it back up. Uh, I don't know if RaceNet is tied only to Dirt Rally uh, 2.0. It kind of sounds like it is used more regularly, but on for other games. But um, it's totally buggy. I heard that going into it, and Marcelo and uh, Colin, and I think somebody else got kicked out of the full competition. So they go in, they do their races, yeah, and then they just get notified. Maybe it was Bad Rabbit Habit. Uh, uh, they just get notified, like, or they try to go back in, and it's like. Oh, do you want to join the group? And he's like, uh, I'm already in the group. No, he got kicked out. Why? And he had to request access again. It's a bug. Jesus. Also, it's pretty easy to blow it. That's what I thought people were doing in the beginning. Like I did. Uh, like you accidentally press the. So there's two ways to blow it. One, you can leave and you retire from an event, which is very different than exiting to the main menu. <laughs> so if you accidentally click retire from the event, which is another button just in the little string of buttons, that's like just as easy to press as any of the others. If you accidentally hit that, I don't even think it gives you like a warning screen. You're just out forfeiting everything from that point on. God, it should be like there, three, three, like, are you sure? Yes, it should be. <laughs> they should throw in some, are you sure? And then another one is, uh, do you want to leave the group? If you go back to the main menu, the option to leave a group is right there with all the other options. Very easy to accidentally press. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like these guys didn't even press that button. Sucks. And it was more than one report. Uh, and so I go in and I reaccept them. And weirdly, it sh kept their original results but killed all of their championship points. Um, what? So well, anyway, I don't know. It's, it it kind of sucks because sucks. you tainted. can't have like a it's reliable tainted. thing. It's no, tainted. It sucks, yeah. I, I can look up the results, but it uh, doesn't even matter because oh, it's not even real. When you're doing that, on a side note, I played, uh, I have F1 2018. Oh, the and same one that everybody's doing? So like they're doing the 19 boys? in the virtual oh, okay. racing, but, dude, that's a pretty fun game, too. I could see getting into it if we had, like, a little mini championship going. Oh. But it is, like, I'm doing with, like, without paddles is fine. Like, I couldn't even race it on a controller, but with a wheel, yeah. it's pretty fun. With paddles, it is so fucking hard, dude, because you got to think about it. They're eight-speed transmissions. You know how mm. fast an F1 car it goes, goes and how fast yeah. you have to brake? So you're going from eighth gear to a second gear turn and then having to shift up again 
And you, that's just not something you're used to, dude. If I'm rowing through gears, like, yeah, that's fine. Like one, two, three, four, five, you know, whatever. But yeah. when you're going like from eight to two, you're like, you have to count. How do you do that? Like, I don't know. Yeah, by the way, here we are telling them, they're calling them all pussies for using I battle know. shifts. Dude, and then beyond that, like the real <laughs> F1 drivers, they have, they're changing brake bias on the fly. Like they have but all that shit like on, on their the straightaways. Like when they have some downtime, right? They're not doing it like into a turn. Or no, something. they're doing it into turns, dude. Really? Dude, I just heard an interview interview with uh it was nico rosberg interviewing daniel ricardo and they're talking about how because daniel ricardo is like the king of uh dive bombing and like outbreaking people into turns and passing them that way so he's like cranking up the boost and he what he does is he yeah he changes the brake bias dude so he doesn't lock up the front re- front left wheel when he's going into the or front right or front left when he's going in. So you change the brake bias to the rear so you can lay on it and you're not going to lock up that front wheel and um, mm. and uh, basically wash out the front end. Dude, it's, it's that's crazy insane. because I've never noticed. I've never seen them do that like mid turn. It's always like they'll make an adjustment after they get a call or something from the pits mm-hmm. like. On the straightaway, they'll be like, all right. But I think you just don't see any of it. Like, they're doing a lot of shit. Yeah, right. It's crazy. Crazy. So are you going to do another dirt? Yeah, I'm going to set another one up. Uh, The theory of skipping a week is that, you know, it leaves people to practice if they want. Um, And, uh, I mean, it's kind of intense when when the championship's running. Like, you got to get in there, and it's it's kind of intense. So just kind of like a a little late You should pick what courses you're going to do then. So people can practice those. Oh, those, good point. Those, like, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like the yeah, yeah, yeah. I should set it up places. ASAP. I'll, I'll try to set it up tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and it'll do the same thing where it'll count down. You'll be able to view the championship, oh, I think. Cool. Uh, it'll just have a countdown to when it starts. So, uh, yeah, that's and a this good is, call. This is all going to be on Patreon. So if you're not a patron, go to yeah. patreon.com slash awesome, and yep. you will see this and other content available to you. So uh, I'm looking at the standings now, which are totally tainted, but I'll I'll read off the driver usernames uh, for the top few. I will say also that, um, Lane, I did beat you in the championship points. Yeah, you did. Um, uh, I didn't even participate in the last event. I didn't participate in any of the, the, the full second round, right? So, yeah, you got uh, – so it's three, three rounds. Um, you got three points in the first, one point in the second, and one point in the third. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got one point in the first, five points somehow in the second. Uh, I think that's just because I finished it without, like, crashing out. Uh, and then zero points in the third. So I had a total of six. You had a total of five. Very close. We have a couple... Like it, there's two races, you know, it's like the, 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 the losers and the winners. And the, exactly. And so we're, <laughs> we're right. We're right in the thick of the pack of the loser group lane, uh, in, in pretty good company though. Uh, so, uh, fast guys, albino, oh, nine, oh, nine, big fat flip average grizz. My femur hurts paper, paper, uh, the hot rod King E 90 pilot who he, Marcello. that's Marcelo and he, uh, has zero. He has thirteen points, which is a lot. He won the final round. Uh, he could not participate in the second one, so he had zero there. And uh, he got he won the first round, uh, but is recorded as zero here because uh, his canceled policy. Uh, <laughs> Civic disobedience, bad rabbit habit, race and anger, McQueen racing, hushy pushy, Brad uh, D eighty one, Lane nine forty four, Grime time sixty nine. <laughs> 
Is that who's Grime Time? Sean Grime. Oh, that's what I thought. Grime Time sixty nine. That's so unexpected. I know. That is unexpected. But I gotta hand it to him. That's a good name. It's good. It's good. Nowhere slow seventy. Miata Marine. Jetsy. Uh, and Mellow Grind. Jesse's getting in there. Jesse? Jesse's in there. Oh, awesome. Tom, killing so it. So Mel- Mellow Grind's uh, Colin at the very back. Uh, I do have to, he he ended up with one point. That's Colin he, Hill? He, uh, Herrick. Oh, Herrick. Uh, okay, cool. Mellow, Mellow Grind's. Gotcha. Uh, and uh, yeah, he got kicked out too. So um, that's Dude. not good for his score. So hopefully, I don't know. We're, I guess maybe, maybe. Okay, maybe this. Maybe it's like rallying. Maybe it's the deer jumping out in front of the car. Uh, yeah. And it gets you taken out. Sometimes yeah. it's luck of the draw outside of your control. Right? Exactly. Exactly. I guess what are the alternatives, right? A cow in the road. Yeah. Yeah, a cow in the road. All right. Yeah. Well, I like uh, it. So Patreon. Go to Patreon. Yep. Become a patron. And then you can uh, talk shit to Lane yep. and Brian as yep. you pass yeah. them by. Oh, one more question for you guys. Uh, so there's the option to do a, um, uh, uh, what do they call it, a rally cross thing, where everybody races at the oh, same time. Oh, yeah. The only problem is then everybody's going to log in at the same time to do it. I mean, you uh, could do one, uh, you know, like a try it. Sunday night yeah. or something, you know, just put it on the calendar. Yeah. As long as, like, yeah. five people log in, you're all good, right? Yeah. Yeah. So might try that, too. Yep. All cool. right. On cool. to you, Wham. Okay. Um, safest cars. There is a model of car, and this is, stick with me here, this is in England. Um, this model of car, there's been zero reported deaths ever since the model has debuted in 2002. Ooh. What is it? Why is England a clue here? I'm, I'm it is confused. a car that's sold here as well. And are a lot of them sold, or is it like a pretty, yeah, maybe obscure like car, super rare, no, right? It's, yeah, it's, yeah it's, that's what I'm thinking. I'd say middle of the road. Middle of the road. It's not a, a high selling car, but it's not a super low selling car. Uh, then I would say like a Volvo V60. Volvo's an obvious choice or there. V70 I think that's a or good whatever. one. Toyota Land Cruiser. Hmm. What if you, what if you, uh, if they had sex, what would come out of that? Strong babies. Union. <laughs> Volvo XC90. That is the oh. SUV. <laughs> okay. There you go. Volvo XC90. Zero reported casualties in the UK. <clears throat> Gnarly. Yeah. Wasn't there a stat like that about the Volvo yeah. 240? Back in the yeah, day, there was, like a, that, there was yeah. a small time period where the Volvo 240 had zero deaths, like yeah. three years in the like late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. And the Corvette was the worst offender. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't find that exact thing, but I saw something like that as well. And then there's a list now, which is kind of crazy, but there's like a lot of cars that no one's died in uh, offered for sale today. Um, Audi A6 Quattro, Q7. Uh, BMW 5 Series, it says 535 and 535 XI has no casualties. So eyes are just fucking killing people left and right. I know. Rear-wheel drive ones. <laughs> Jeep Cherokee, not Grand Cherokee, Jeep Cherokee. Huh. Has huh. a driver death rating That's of really zero. Surprising. Yeah, because it's kind of inexpensive and I don't know. Lexus yeah. CT200H. Now, I have a theory with this one. This is basically a fancy Prius, but yeah. think of the driver yeah. in this car. They yeah. are not rallying racing. It's probably a lot of women driving yeah. safely. 
right? You still think like you think with the death thing, it's like cars are still gonna get hit, right? Right, but, right. Yeah, yeah. RX three fifty Lexus, CX nine Mazda, um, ML Mercedes, and for some reason, Tacomas have deaths, but the double cab long bed four by four there has not been a a driver death reported. Hell yeah, in that. Huh. Uh, Volkswagen Tiguan rounds out the list. Hmm. So those are cars you can buy today. I that... heard Nissans and uh, Mitsubishi just kill people left and right. Dude, actually the top of the list, it's like <laughs> all those small cars. <laughs> yeah. It's Versa. Yeah. It's, um... Well, dude, the, the crash ratings are like twos yeah, or threes right. or whatever rather than fives, you know? And I think the most common one based on miles driven, they have a weird uh, formula for this, but it's based huh. on... Uh, billion miles driven. That makes sense. Ford Fiesta is number one. The most common. It's got huh? an offset crash rating of like moderate, and mm. you can get like even a minor accident and walk away like crippled. <laughs> I bet Priuses <laughs> kill it on that because they drive a big distance, but they're always in stop and go traffic because mm. they're commuters, right? So like, yeah, like there's not I like tesla is really high on that list too for that for reason. sure they're that makes sense cars as well. too but um yeah but yeah, yeah. That's interesting well they're kind of safe did you see that thing on twitter recently where like the guy's steering wheel was falling up was fell, yeah that's been a whole thing of the new model holy uh, shit dude model three or model y yeah the whole yeah. thing pops off yeah pretty I feel cool like del- delivery vans might be a good one too like you know they just have a lot of uh yeah, but there's so of mile, many of, miles that they rack up. That's true. And, and not deaths because they're not like doing a lot of highway driving and stuff. It's yeah, like, in they, town, it's so. like for work. Yeah. But there's just so um, many on the road that you're, the odds are higher. And they're not right, that safe. True. They're not right. safe. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Overloaded, yeah. shitty brakes. And yeah. Bad well, that's, I mean, zones. that's funny that, you know, like part of me didn't want to say Volvo because that's their reputation. And same with like Mercedes, right? I didn't want to say like, but. You know. Dude, XC90. Yeah. I mean, that's a it's like a Qantas of uh, cars. Yeah, like, that's no... pretty insane. And what did that's you say amazing. the re- the introduction was 2002? Yeah. That's insane. And this article was from 2018. So it's a wow. huge, I mean, a huge number yeah. of cars sold. And it's not like the most common car on the road, but no, still, they sell thousands 16 of 16 years of building yeah. cars? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Pretty wow. crazy. Uh, and the, the worst offender, that uh, Ford Fiesta, you said? Yeah, Fiesta was up there. Versa was Didn't the Fiesta wasn't that the one that uh, the stock ones were flipping up say, into uh, um, flipping like uh, up like, into road signs and stuff? What? Uh, you guys know. don't remember that? Ford. If you look up Ford Fiesta freeway, I don't know. No, you're Somehow, talking about the Explorer when the tires. The no, dude. Now I'm gonna have to look at Firestone. It up. No, no, if there's something where Ford Fiesta. Uh, they were rolling like crazy, uh, and like, uh, um, now I need to find. Uh, so while you're looking that up, um, Volvo promises death-proof cars by 2020. This is I remember reading that. Yeah, 2016, that. but here we are, 2020. Yeah, Ford Fiesta banned from SCCA over rollover risk. Oh, rolling over. What about how are you talking about flying into the fucking? Science? So, too, there's a picture. I don't know how I'm going to find it, but uh, on the freeway, I remember seeing you have that. exit exit ramp signs on the freeway. Somehow, a guy got his Ford Fiesta up on one of those signs. That's Good like freaking 30 feet in the air, and I have no <laughs> understanding. Uh, he must have gone off the back of another car or something. I you know really what I mean? Like I a crazy uh, traffic stopped, and he didn't see it, and just like catapulted? I don't know. Yeah. 
Um, 10 vehicles that have been named the most dangerous cars in America. Um, Dodge Challenger, Kia Soul, Fiesta, Nissan Versa, Versa, Chevy Spark, Scion TC, and a Kia, Kia Rio. Yeah, they're almost all shitboxes besides the Dodge Challenger, you said, right? Yeah, Challenger, and that's probably due to uh, aggressive Idiots. driving. Yeah. yeah. Because Corvettes and Camaros lead the list a lot, um, mm -hmm. but obviously it's like young males driving like, you know, idiots. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they said there was something that said no small car is on the safest list ever mm -hmm. nowadays. It's always like it has to be midsize or or bigger to be a safe safe car, and that's kind of a bummer because then you're you want to fight, you know. Uh, fight same with same you know so that's why crossovers are so popular because they're deemed safer they are safer big suvs safer it's kind of a bummer you know okay can i give you guys an update on this i can't wait to hear this <laughs> so the dude the car did not end up in the street sign the dude did oh god <laughs> that's so awesome was he all right i mean Dude, this story is way too weird. Actually, uh, no, I think he died. Uh, he was driving on south. He was driving on southbound on the five freeway just north of California one thirty four when his Ford Fiesta rear-ended a pickup truck and overturned. Said o Officer Edgar Figueroa, a highway uh, patrol spokesman. Uh, the CHP said uh, Pananian was not wearing a seatbelt. Shocker. Um, he was ejected and landed on the Colorado Street freeway sign. Shortly before the crash, the CHP received a call at 7 a.m. about the driver of a Ford Fiesta driving recklessly. Rescue crews used a ladder to remove his body from the freeway sign. Oh, dude. Um, Too bad. The weird part that I'm not reading yet, uh, which is in the headline, is... <laughs> A couple notes regarding Pananian's demise. The incident occurred on the Friday before Halloween, and most drivers on social media admitted they thought it was a prank. The lamb... Okay. Glendale crash lamb sacrifice Richard Pananian. <laughs> so somehow in here, oh, the, the dude he landed sacrificed like a, a lamb. No, he did this. He sacrificed a lamb and afterwards got in this weird accident the day before Halloween. This is very strange. I'm not, I'm the, the link that I'm reading is not the most clear to read, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, sacrifice the lamb went out, drove erratically, ended up dead on top of a street sign. So yes. don't sacrifice lambs, dude. That's, that's the, first. That's, that's the lesson. That's yeah. then good, good Ford moral. Fiesta. We're not super high on that. If, yeah. if you are going to sacrifice lambs, drive the Volvo XC90. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. Much safer way to go. <laughs> exactly. And the by the safest. way, those, those XC90s drive like you would think you wouldn't die in them. They're just yeah. tank. They're not fun to drive. Um, they're lumbering and heavy feeling. So it doesn't surprise me, but, uh, the fact that no one's done it just by accident, you know, you know, I mean, dude, it's something to like, I mean, if you have one of those and you want to break a record, <laughs> something you shoot for. Yeah, exactly. Um, there you go. That's your trivia. All right. Well, Man, are you, is that the longest lasting fucking smoothie in the history of time? You've been doing that all <laughs> fucking episode. Because it was out of the freezer, so I just started, uh, I had to start uh, like halfway frozen. through. It's hot enough in here dude, that I'm it so melted. Right now. now it's like fully melted. But it yeah, was I was like, going to ask you, Brian, how's, how's the heat in your garage? Dude, I've got the garage cracked and the door cracked over there, but I'm, yeah. I'm, you got uh, a yeah, fan blowing? Be, you need a fan. It's like 90, probably 95 at your house. 
Uh, gosh, is it that high? Well, because I in out. my car, my car is saying be... 90, 91 in my house, and you're at least five degrees yeah. higher than me. Yeah, at least. I should be sitting in a pool. Shit. Yeah, my little, uh, my iPhone stupid thing saying it's 88 right, right now. Here. Ooh. Lies. I know. Yeah. I'm Who knows right. where that is? Mine says 86, but it does say heat advisory. Oof. Bad news bears. All right. All right. Well, all right, guys. We'll see you next That's time. Podcast. Later. Yep. Bye. Later. I didn't even do a big announcement about the freaking rally results. Oh, I didn't even see. I got. <laughs> I last. don't even know who won, dude. Let me. Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Do you enjoy the DWA podcast? Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers, koozies and discounts on everything in our store early access to rallies and other DWA events and much, much more. Um, yeah, it really helps us out. If you become a patron of the podcast and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.